what shall we look at? Hey, Rebecca, it's Anne. Hey, Anne. I um, was reminded this morning, you know, it's, it seems like anything inspiring is just a remembrance of something we already know, but um, I heard someone mm-hmm. speaking and he said that um, everything we do is a practice for being present, um, even, you know, even if it's just a little thing. Uh, so that if we're stuck, the example he gave is, so if we're stuck taking care of our two-year-old, you know, don't bemoan that. Just really, you know, bring all your presence that you can to that. And I don't know, in hearing that, it just once again inspired me to, you know, make the bed with as much presence as I could. And uh, just, you know, it was just inspiring to realize that every moment we have an opportunity to practice presence, and that expands our ability to practice presence in the next moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, seeing well, what you started with—that whenever we hear something inspiring, it really is a resonance or a remembrance uh, of what we already know. In that process itself, it's just lovely, isn't it? That that we can hear something yeah. and it just resonates. Yeah, and then to see it, um, you know, in the content of life, that we can make the bed, we can. <laughs> quote, stuck with a two-year-old or whatever it is, and it's our, our best opportunity and invitation for presence. Yes. Yeah, you know, doing the dishes, you know, oh, I have to get, you know, just that, oh, I have to get through this. Well, no, I get to, yeah. I get to be with this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, not I have to get through this, but I get to be with this, that attitude of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just it's just so good to have all of those reminders, you know, of 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 that wisdom that is already, you know, inherent. Yet it, it's just so wonderful to be reminded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the it's so wonderful to be reminded to have so many reminders of the wisdom that that is inherent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for some reason it reminds me of, you know, our wonderful quote, the quality of our lives is determined by the focus of our attention because, of course, if I'm in conditioned mind, I'm not in touch with that inherent wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, the quote, uh, the, the, quote uh, the, the quality of, the life is, of our life is determined by the focus of our attention feels relevant here, that, that if, you, if our attention is on conditioned mind, then we're not available to the wisdom that is inherent. Yes, yes. And, and I'm just so grateful to be in this new, new, new year with Sangha. Yeah. Yep, much gratitude to be in this new year with Sangha. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you, Anne. Phil? Yes, Phil. Wow, that was interesting. It was I had, had almost a, some kind of the same experience. I was um, meditating last night, and when I was meditating last night, I uh, I I just it just kind of dropped in that there were two of us sitting there meditating. It was kind of like that Hoffitz poem, but it was mm-hmm. it was um, you know that well that's how it started anyhow. 
And then it was like um, what what I saw was that, you know, life is sitting there breathing. And I guess you'd say, we could say the practitioner, all the practitioner has to do, because I was, I was, I was no, here, so I noticed I was wandering my mind and, uh, and bringing it back. And then I thought, you know, I felt, I heard that kind of conditioned voice saying, I've got to try harder, you know, to be mm-hmm. present here. And so, um, and I thought, <laughs> and I said, heard my, you know, the other voice say, well, you know, that never works. That's just a setup. So what happened was it just felt like all the practitioner's job to do is sit there and count life's breath. <laughs> life's going to breathe. Right? I mean, we know that, and we talk about that a lot. But that just to sit there and count to ten, you know, and go back to one, and then, you know, if the mind does wander, bring it back to counting life's breaths. And it, 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 it's made a, a bit of difference. <laughs> there's, there's, no try, there's no trying in that. You know, it's, it's, it's like there we are sitting there meditating, and and then it starts it and then it becomes like life of course like life counting life's breath but it, it, it's I don't know it was really neat yeah oh let me jump in and, and catch up Phil so so what you're seeing in your in your meditation was that life is breathing life is life is breathing and what the practitioner's role is is to just sit there. And count the breath. Count life count breath. Life breath. Yeah, makes a difference. Breath. I noticed it does. That is such an important difference, isn't it? Because it, it. And then you know, in that, you know, there's the practitioner counting life's breath. There's life breathing, and there's. Whoops. Hang on one second. I think I just had an earbud malfunction. Hold on. Okay, and then there is the noticing of what conditioned mind is, or what the mind is doing. Oh, you got to try, I got to try harder, or you know, that doesn't ever work. And, and what you saw was that the practitioner's job, role, whatever, is, is really very simple. It's to sit there and count life's breath. And it's so relaxing. There's no trying. Yeah, and then there really does feel like that, that two of us, you know, like uh, in Hoffitz, and and then it becomes the one of us, as uh-huh. you know, as the meditation goes on, and and then it was like, well, you know, afterwards it was like, well, yes, I mean, and, and this is kind of like the other conversation. It's it's, I just you know, the practitioner's job is to stay aware, to stay with life, to be there together, you know, as one. Um, and so, you know, if if uh, it's not always counting because it just doesn't seem to work that way as much as in the space, you know, there's maybe having the attention on uh, on the uh, what's the hands doing or what the feet are doing or what it is the the person is doing um, or what his life is doing, and the person just keeps paying attention to that, being aware of that, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Somehow, um, that feels really um, 
I don't want to say it, more like the the oneness of life doing rather than the, the practitioner always having, always having to try <laughs> to mm-hmm. practice mm-hmm. or try to do this or try to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just, mm-hmm. I guess, what my <laughs> karma is. So, but it, it was quite fun. Yeah, well, so, and so what, what it sounds like you're saying is that the practitioner then counts, you know, staying, is, is there counting life's breath. And then it can also be with attending to what's the hand doing or what's the body doing or there's, you know, but life is really doing it all. Or I don't know if that's, that isn't really exactly what you said, but um, so maybe you can correct the the language, but it's like there. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, exactly. Like life's doing it all. And then so that the experience was on the cushion, but then I see saw how off the cushion all in life, uh-huh. it's the same thing. And that's what yeah. being with life is and following yeah. life you know, and all that stuff. It's, it's basically just being aware of what life's doing when it's doing it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, now I can see why you said that. That it really relates to the first conversation because that's what's happening on the cushion. But then we get up and we do the dishes, or we tend to the two-year-old, or we do whatever, and it is uh-huh. still the exact same process. Of the practitioner's job is to just be with life, the the that which animates. You know, we say that's doing it all, and and it makes it it makes it so. Uh, simple, no trying required at all. In fact, mm-hmm. that just kind of mm-hmm. get in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's disrupting now. And, and now, how interesting it is that these are the same things you know we talked about forever, and we always practice, and you know, like that. And yet, each time, uh, you know, there's a renewed or some kind of another. Uh, life drops in something else or a little puts a little twist on it or whatever it just makes it um you know all kind of like lit up and enthusiastic mm-hmm. about you know yeah let's do that life <laughs> i'll just follow you around and know what you're doing and uh you know keep aware of what what's going on and and um uh yeah and then it yeah. It's kind of like a, um, uh, well, yeah, that's, that's enough. Yeah, but like that. Well, <laughs> yeah, let me, let me see if I, re- I can reflect that process. So we, I, I think what you're saying is that when we're in that process that we've been talking about, if there's this, this enthusiasm, this we just don't know what's, what's going to happen. Well, what's, what's life going to do next? And, oh, yeah, I'm, I want to follow you now. Life. It, it just infuses life with the enthusiasm of life we might say um is is that sort of capture it yeah you know it's like in in christianity and and people don't like this phrase but i never minded it uh we learned it in the novitiate um you know the handmaid of the lord follow you know that's what Mm -hmm. we are Mm -hmm. and but it is that in the way that you know we're doing life's bidding or, or um, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so to do that, there has to be all this awareness of what life is doing and yeah. maybe the nudges of what life, uh, you know, moves us in case life wants to move us here and there and everywhere, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, yeah it's, it's just kind of miraculous the way, of course, we know it is, the way life works. 
Yeah, yeah, the phrase being the handmaid of the Lord, that the life moves here and we go there. We do the, the bidding, if you will, of, of, of the movement of life. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Mm. So thank you. Thank you for thank you for well. facilitating it. Yeah, pleasure. This is Michael. Yeah, Michael. Hi, Rebecca. Um, this is great, and I'm glad to be here. And uh, what's dropping in is that um, there's a willingness. And I was just noticing, too, that the name of the book is The Key, and the name of the key is Willingness. And um, I, I'm aware that it's not my willingness. It's just like a gift that's been given to me, and it seems like my job is just to nurture that, that willingness, um, and just keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're noticing there's no my in front of the name in that book, in front of the word willingness on that book. It's just willingness. It's a gift, and that, that our job is to show up and nurture that the gift. It doesn't belong to me. It's not mine. So Yes, and it reminds me of uh, the guy talking something along these lines of, um, you know, does it take any kind of, you know, spectacular, amazing human being to do this practice? And um, (laughs) the answer is no, which is good. And um, that all we have to do is um, show up and practice. And it seems like the only... um, the only reason I'm successful is that I just keep showing up. Not that I, mm. you know, as we just talked about, not that I try especially hard or um, do that. Um, and I just keep showing up. I just keep showing mm. up and signing up and participating. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's uh, that's that willingness. And, you know, it's not a, um, well, let's see. The showing up sounds like what you're pointing to, that that there's there's nothing, you know, spectacular that, quote, I need to do. It's just a matter of keeping showing up. And that's what you're doing. Yes. And uh, there was that poem, was it by Kafka, something about... Uh, ecstasy rolling around at our feet or something like that. Yeah, I I can't remember all of it. Um, But I do, it's like the the miracles just keep compounding. And um, it's great. And my job is just to continue to show up and practice. And um, one thing that's been working really well recently is I'm not having that conversation. I've had that conversation. I've had that conversation 10 million times. I've been down every direction of that conversation. It always leads to suffering, and um, I'm not going to have that conversation. And um, it it does give that feeling of drunk with power. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do do know it will be back, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so you, the, the particular miracle that you've been, practicing with is I'm, I'm not having that conversation 
So the voice is there, and he's had that conversation a million times, and nope, drop, just dropping it, not having that conversation. And, and, and it'll be, but it's, it's kind of got that drunk with power feel to it, and even though you kind of sense or know it'll be back, that's okay. That's not a problem because you're practicing with it. You're practicing dropping it. Yes, yes, and I, I can't um, explain this, which is probably a good thing, but the more I'm open to being identified again and, um, like, expecting it or looking for it or aware of it, the, the longer I seem to go not being identified. So it's huh. one of those uh, paradoxes of Zen, I guess. Huh, yeah. So the more that you're open to being identified, not kind of, uh, that's where, you know, I don't know if you said this, but afraid of it or whatever, but not that the more open you are to that possibility, the less frequently it happens. And that may be one of yes. those paradoxes of Zen. Yes, yes, because we always say that, you know, we're going to get identified again. But it always felt like there was a flavor inside of something like um, uh, maybe not me, you know, maybe, you know, maybe this is the time where I'm just going to keep going out, um, uh, you know, not being identified. So there was like a a resistance to it, I guess, at some level of Mm -hmm. being identified again. And Mm -hmm. the less that's there, then mm-hmm. <laughs> the more I'm not identified, not suffering. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So to really see that what was there that's not there so much anymore was this, no, not not me. If I really try harder, you know, just a resistance to the statement that we that we hear a lot that it's, you know, you're going to get identified again. And and so what's what you're noticing is not there so much is the not me response to that. Yes, yeah, yeah, and openness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, what I've been doing, I, I always listen to practice over lunch, um, especially on the weekdays, and I've been listening to the 2018 year-long uh, retreat. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's great. It's great. It's all mm-hmm. timeless and uh, just as relevant today as uh when it came out four years ago, and it feels like there's no there's no interruption of practice. I mean, I know we're not mm-hmm. doing the year long right now, but it's just the practice goes right along. But you I, are, <laughs> I am practicing and yeah. nurturing that willingness, and it's great. Yeah, so really finding that even though the the 2022 year long hasn't started. The 2018 year long is going on, and you're listening to it. You know, your recordings. You have that, you know, and, and that it doesn't feel like there's been any interruption. It's still as relevant today as it was four years ago. Yes, yes. And what's dropping in is uh, I can't remember exactly what was said. I think it was in a workshop years and years ago, and. Uh, I think somebody said something, you know, people say along those lines of, well, how long do I have to keep <laughs> doing this mm-hmm. practice, right, under the assumption mm-hmm. that I'm going to get it, right, someday, and then um, won't have to practice anymore. And uh, I think the guy's response was something along the lines of, well, did you enjoy yourself today? 
you know, mm-hmm. was it fun? Mm-hmm. Was it interesting? And um, that's the only perspective I need, you know, is it, mm-hmm. is it still fun? Is it still interesting? Mm-hmm. Am I curious about how this stuff works inside? I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. what nurtures the willingness, not the um, I'm going to get somewhere and then be done with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so seeing that, that process of what nurtures the willingness, is it an attitude of, okay, how long do I have to do this? When am I going to get it? When am I going to be done? Or is it more of the what the guide was saying as well? Did you enjoy yourself? Is it interesting? Did you have fun? And that is the uh, the process that it seems like would, is much more nurturing of that willingness. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Jan? Jan. Rebecca, um, okay, Jan, I'm sorry. I think you're going to have to do something about the sound. It's oh, your, okay. You sound extremely far away. All right, just a second. Okay. Okay, how's that? Oh, much better. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. Um, well, I just, I love being with Sangha <laughs> this morning, as mm. always. And something was dropping in, and I don't know, you know, I don't question <laughs> why or anything like that, but I, I just, it felt like I, I wanted to share it because I think there's more for me to see. Um, and it was that, uh, I read at the be- at the tr- at the beginning of the new year someone had written a cup about something they were doing as a as a new year's resolution and that was that they had found that stepping outside before doing anything else and just being in nature that that uh practice um, had sort of changed their day that it just put them in touch with what they wanted to be in touch with and I thought that's interesting that one thing like mm-hmm. that and so I noticed for myself that before meditating each morning I've started to do I mean un- it wasn't intentionally with that in mind of doing any practice but because of physical stuff going on I've been doing yoga some stretches and it's just been all of a sudden that dropped in of what I had read of that person I thought wow this is changing the beginning of my day in a very, um, I want to say, helpful way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, boy, there's and there's so many processes there that you're that you're um, modeling too. One is just that openness, you know, the the uh, spirit of inquiry. So you heard that person say that about walking outside and how it changed their day and that landed and it resonated and what occurred to you is maybe doing some stretching or some yoga before sitting and you, you notice, wow, this is really changing the, the my day, the kind of the coarser, you know, tone of the day. Yeah. Yeah, and it, what's fascinating about it to me is... <laughs> The body reminds me, if I, if I start to sit, you know, I go to the cushion, I start to sit, the body reminds me, well, uh, uh, we got to do this. This is, this is really good. <laughs> this is really helpful. And um, it's just been, I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know where it's coming from. I mean, life, what, however we want to term it. But 
it's just been a delight because it feels mm-hmm. so good for one when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And just that process of being reminded, it really mm-hmm. is like the body's reminding me. And um, anyway, it's just been a great practice and who knows how that'll evolve or change. And But it makes me, uh, as you said, open to where else can this kind of thing come in where it, mm-hmm. it just helps mm-hmm. me be as present, um, as relaxed, and all else as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the body reminds you, and it, and that in itself is a delight to to be reminded by the body. Not, to, not and plus the fact that it feels good, and you know. But so on a content and a process level, it sounds like it, it's a it's a wonderful place to to be, and it also kind of makes you curious: where else is this possible? Yeah. Yeah, and it it also had dropped in um, when I was experiencing this change. I mean, just noticing, wow, this is this is really helpful in many ways. Is that one of our yoga teachers at some point had said that um, doing yoga releases. I I I I don't know exactly how it was said, but what I got is that it releases any. Uh, what, what I, how would I say it? Any tie-ups in the body or resistance mm-hmm. or blocks, probably is the better, mm-hmm. best word, um, helps release that so that when we sit, we're able to be, well, that it just helps to sit in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're, you're um, remembering what uh, one, one of our yoga teachers said, that, that stretching and yoga will help release any blocks that may be being held in the body. And so when we sit, we can sit with those blocks released. Yeah, yeah. So it's just been very fun. And I just dropped in and I wanted to, to share that. And just so looking forward to our, um, well, to both the kickoff for our year long mm-hmm. and uh, uh, been best year yet. Because yeah. I'm, <laughs> what I'm guessing, well, well, not guessing, but anticipating is that We'll be sharing, people will be sharing things that are sort of like what I had read. You know, this really, mm-hmm. this really made a difference for me. And we get, as a sangha, get to share mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. And it opens, well, how we've talked about this, as we've talked about it before, it just opens up possibilities for each of us as, as mm-hmm. each person shares. Yeah, yeah, that is such a that is such a good point. So, get, and and it's really what you started with, just grateful to be with Sangha because it's that experience. I think everybody kind of pointed to in one way or another on the call that that when we hear things, you know, the ideas for maybe what people are going to share in, in the best year yet call or what or in the you know kickoff or whatever, and and even what you've heard from the person who walks outside and all of these things that people talk about from their experience, we get to take them in. We get to apply them. We get to adopt them. We get to feel the resonance. What, all of that, all of that um, energy or experience we get to have in, in conversations like this that we have as Sangha. And it's just such a beautiful, enriching experience. Yeah, absolutely. And what was dropping in as you said that is just that the openness, the what I the openness that I experience when say I read that this person has 
steps outside and this this simple act has changed their daily life. Mm-hmm. That that open that the openness to hearing that in a way that opened things up for me, I credit to practice. That my that the curiosity, the cu- openness, the curiosity of what's that about? How does that work? How does that, where does that apply in this life? Um, that practice brings that or invites us <laughs> yeah. to see everything that way. And that, I think, was touched on earlier this morning. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the very openness to hearing that and, and taking it in and, you know, that, that whole process we've been talking about, you, you credit to practice because that's what we're invited to, that's how we're invited to live in, in this practice is, is in that openness and that, huh. Yeah. Well, spirit of inquiry, I guess we couldn't say. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, thank you, Jan. Margaret? Yes, Margaret. Hi, Rebecca. Um, well, I'm, I'm really grateful for everything that's been shared um, this morning. And it, it feels like it's very much in line with what dropped in for me in meditation. Just this one word. Um, came in and it was receptivity Mm. and right after that um, or while I was hearing that word it was like yes Um, and I went to this experience I'd had in the past um, where I was just so completely open um, you know openness (laughs) um, to everything Mm -hmm. Um, coming my way because I was um, in the hospital at the time and and I wasn't anyway it it just it felt like there was a real key to that experience and what I've been looking at um, since last week um, about kind of what what we've been looking about looking at about re- reactivity mm-hmm being reactive in ways mm-hmm. um, and re- being receptive mm-hmm. felt like mm-hmm. a way to, for me to <clears throat> approach that, mm-hmm. um, that yeah. kind of, you know, in wholehearted, um, completely open to um, what, what's happening here. Yeah. So... So, um, yeah, if I may reflect. So, so the word that dropped in for you in meditation was receptivity, or receptive. And there was this a yes response to that. And, it, and what followed that was, a, was a seeing this experience that you had had in the hospital where you just felt a tremendous openness to whatever was ha- happening, was coming in for you, coming to you. And... And that seems to be tied with the with the recent thing we've been looking at. I think it was a email class or something on reactivity. That um, that and it feels like receptivity is an approach that you can take as you look at kind of how reaction happens in your in your life. Yeah, because. 
<clears throat> I guess it feels like um, it's what's there when I drop everything else. The receptivity? And just, yeah. The is, what, receptivity is what's there? That I'm just there? receptive to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That the receptivity is what's there when you drop everything else. Yeah, mm. and <clears throat> I guess I could also see that um, that having having come from a a place during practice of being identified with a part that did not that <laughs> um, it's sort of like there was so much judgment on my part about me being reactive that it was very hard to um, to work with that from, of course, from that attitude. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that there's just so much wrong with being that way. And, um, and, and last week after we, we had this, I don't know, I had this great, um, really a, appreciative understanding of um, everything is all right including, you know, experiencing our suffering <clears throat> and and just everything is for us. Everything mm-hmm. we're experiencing is a gift. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So so recognizing that that there had been judgment there for the reactivity. That they you know, so <laughs> So there, there is that process that can happen, and then what you what you saw and experienced is though that it all is for us. It's all that 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 isn't even a problem. That when the you know it's, it's the I get this image of the, just the container of acceptance being bigger and bigger and bigger, and and as you said, when all of that. The identification with all of that drops away. What's there is just being able to receive it all as it's here for us. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of like that voice that says, I I want this to go away. And the way to do that is to be receptive and not reactive. So we're going to practice not reacting (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, accepting that too. That that accepting that too. Yeah. 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 So the voice saying, "I want this to go away," and then um, then real kind of practicing with accepting that too, not reacting to that, but just folding it into what is accepted, received. Yeah, gosh. Just when you said that, that just felt like such a, um, just a huge relief um, mm-hmm. in being able to drop drop that um, mm-hmm. conditioning, drop, listening to that story. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. A huge relief. And just going outside, <laughs> just going outside and merging with a tree. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 
just going outside and merging with the tree. Mm. Anyway, I just just really appreciated um, Sangha and the experiences Mm -hmm. we have together. Yeah, yeah, just really appreciating Sangha and the experiences we have together. Right there. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you, Margaret. Gary Cooper. Yes, so. Sherry. So I'm I'm loving I, I don't know if it's the theme of this or if just what I'm projecting is well, we know I'm projecting it, but I don't know if it's uh, anybody else's experience, but it seems like the theme of this morning is following life. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that we, we talk about is life happens, and then a beat or so later, there's ego. I did that. I saw that. I know that. I you know, whatever it is, or I hate that, I don't want that, I don't like that, what, what, whatever happens. And, of course, we're conditioned to believe that that's us, that that's, mm-hmm. that's who we are, our authentic experience. And so when one of the callers talked about following life around, mm-hmm. and then it seemed to me like every, even though other people didn't say that specifically, but that's kind of it. <laughs> You know, whether it's somebody uh, says something about walking outside first thing in the morning or somebody says something about um, you know, being present in every moment or how, however it goes, what, what seems to me people are reinforcing is life happens first. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good place. That's a good thing to follow. Mm-hmm. If it's up to me, if I have to take the lead on this, then it's going to be ego. Mm -hmm. And not only is ego going to take me in not a good direction, but I'm going to miss the guidance that life is attempting to give me because my attention is on conditioned mind. So I just just love this uh, theme. And and the other thing, uh, shall I... Shall I let you reflect, or shall no, I just no? No, no. Please keep going. Please keep going. <laughs> All right. So, um, so the 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 thing I think that most tied it in for me is that we know to look to the mentor, mm-hmm. right? We we know that the mentor has access to something that, in any given moment, we don't we aren't um, we don't experience having access to. So maybe somebody's really upset over something, and the mentor's not upset about that. And so the mentor has the wisdom, love, and compassion and, the, uh, the, and, and can offer a perspective that the person who is identified it just isn't going to have right then. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we know that turning to, turn, turning to, that there's a place where wisdom, love, and compassion is, and we we can turn to that. We can look to that. So, you know, it's <laughs> the whole thing about life is breathing, and mm-hmm. my only job is to count it. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't have to breathe. Mm-hmm. I, I can't breathe. Uh, I don't know how to do that, <laughs> right? Uh, but 
that that is life, and that is certainly my experience of life, and life's experience of me, we can guess. And so I just come along, I just kind of uh, grab the coattails of life and follow along. Mm-hmm. And in that position, then every time something happens, I I get to see it because my my vision, my uh, my eyes are on life, not on conditioned mind. So that whole yeah. thing of Oh well, what now? <laughs> what, yeah. What what now? What? Huh? And that exuberance and that enthusiasm that was described because it's just such a fun way to live. What now? And, yes, because it's never happened before. Yeah. With ego, yeah. of course, everything is same old, same old. Oh my God, I'm stuck here again. No, we can't possibly be stuck anywhere again. That's not possible, right? <laughs> And so, which is, again, the, you know, I'm not having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. That yep. would just be dragging some old dead thing up and trying to breathe life into it. Right? I don't want to do that. What now? What's, 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 what's happening right now? Yeah. 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 And trying to breathe life into it, that, that old dead thing, from a place of attention mm-hmm. on the old dead thing, which is why it doesn't work. Yep. <laughs> that's right that's right well it works for ego yeah it works which for is ego, you know right? the whole point of it yeah 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 so just that just that awareness that uh it's life's job to live yeah right that that's what life is life is living and we get to um actually or metaphorically count the breath yeah hmm. yes we get to count the breath. We get to have our attention on life living. Someone, I don't know if you said it or if someone on the call said it, but the, kind of ride the coattails, you know? Yeah. Be right yeah. there with it. You yeah, know, just, just hang on and be led. Yeah. I don't, what, what I came through on a recording I was doing one this week, this past week, is that it's like, like you said, ego comes in a beat later. It's like the, Ba bum, ba bum, and we want the attention on the ba, not the bum. <laughs> you know, we want to stay. Uh-huh. We want to stay with the what happens with the, with the life with life. Mhm, mhm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, this was it was also alluded to a couple of times that in that, of course, there's no me to attend to life because. Mm-hmm. There's there's only life there. If there's a me attending to life, then it's just a more subtle form of ego. Maybe ego isn't screaming, I don't want to do this, but it's still there uh, claiming to register the experience or have the experience. But when we're really just all, everything turned to life as life unfolds in the moment, then that's that glorious experience of there's no me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No me, no no I that yeah. are trying to do anything. There's yeah, well there's no I. Period. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which no is I what can. makes it so glorious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank Very fun. Thank you. Yes.
Jen. Jen. Just, I love this whole conversation. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just all of that and that, kind of that last conversation, really putting the pieces together. Um, and and what a, I don't know, really, just what a um, extraordinary experience that is of just, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the phrase that's dropping in is surrendering to being led in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's a funny phrase to use because, of course, when that happens, when there's a surrender to being led in that way, it's absolutely fabulous, mm-hmm. relaxing, peaceful, joyful. And so it's just funny to use the word surrender because, of course, what's being surrendered is ego. And at first it feels like a surrender because it's like, okay, I have to give up. <laughs> I have to give up this mm-hmm. terrible thing in exchange for this amazing experience of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the phrase that that really was dropping in for you is surrendering to being led. And that, that can, you know, it's the only thing that's surrendered is ego. And that can be kind of funny because the ego, that's such a sacrifice, you know, to surrender. But but it's the it's the way that the... the joy, the gloriousness that was just talked about, that whole process. Yeah, and as you say that, it's dropping in. I've had so many workshops around it lately. Um, One really concrete one was I was out for a walk, and, um, you know, absolutely gorgeous. It's such a gift to have, you know, the space and time to go take a beautiful walk in nature and open sky, weather's so nice, you know, just all of it. And um, this dog, neighborhood dog, accompanied me. Mm -hmm. And um, it was such a perfect workshop because it's such a friendly dog. Like, she's as sweet as she could Mm -hmm. possibly be. She's a huge golden, a huge yellow Labrador. But she's notorious for, she somehow escapes her wherever she lives and um, roams the neighborhood and gets and all kind of, you know, stuff. So she found me, and there was just a huge process around. Basically, I mean, what what's relevant about it in terms of what we're talking about now is it actually wasn't a problem. It was totally mm-hmm. fine. The only problem was the conversation around, oh, geez, I know what happens when this dog does this and that's a problem Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what if this and how am I gonna and it truly she was with me for over an hour and it was a moment by moment experience of that's not happening right now she's walking with me I'm walking that's fine there's no problem Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and at the very end of it what ended up happening is all that yes she's following me and blah 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 and so I just sat down and looked at, okay, what now life? And it got solved really easily, really Mm -hmm. easily. And so what I saw in that was exactly everything we're talking about this morning, which was that the suffering is optional. I don't have to be in that conversation. What needs, like, I'm going to be led beautifully through all of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, gosh, what a perfect example of what everybody's been talking about, that, that just staying in that in moment by moment by moment. You know, the beautiful sky, the great walks, the lovely weather, everything. And then, and then here comes this, this yellow lab who does tend to like to attach and, you know, spend a lot of time with people. And, um, and the mind kicks in. Oh, no, what am I going to do? There's a problem. She's going to do this, and then I'm not going to do that. You know, whatever it was saying, right? And then getting to practice, just staying with now, now. Now, that's not happening now. Nope, that's not happening now. That's the equivalent of I'm not having this conversation. I'm not having this conversation, right? And then seeing that, staying there, when, you know, when it all, how it all transpired, what all happened is it just got resolved. It just got resolved. Yeah. And, it, and that all of that um, conversation was so not relevant needed or whatever and so that and there is the suffering and it's always always optional and it's just i mean as you reflect it back every the layers of it the layers of it the layers of it <laughs> because mm-hmm. the um you know it's like this dog is ruining what is going to be a this beautiful experience and it's like mm-hmm. no no this dog is part of this experience, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, and the and the workshop around it is part of this experience, yeah. and the being led perfectly is part of the experience, and the seeing, getting a front row seat to how ego interrupts me experiencing that I'm being led in every moment perfectly is part of the experience. Like it's all profoundly. It kind of takes me back to the earlier comment about. You know, when I realize, yeah, I'm going to get identified, like things are going to come up that are going to trigger, then what happens is instead there's that attitude of mind that everyone's talking about today, which is that then everything is met with this curiosity. So there I am out on this walk, and the dog walks up, and there can immediately be a sense of humor of, oh, well, here we go. Here's a workshop. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It'll be oh, look who's part this of this unfold. experience now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so it's all so it's really that um uh, uh I think no self in other place that I don't know, it's something that Sherry was talking about that just, just triggered. But anyway, so so how how it all is a part of the experience. It's not that the dog is ruining the experience or anything like that. It's that it's all or even the, the suffering, in the, the, the triggering, yeah, even the any of it. Yeah, it's right, all the reaction thing. or whatever. Yeah. Exactly, it's all part of it. Yeah. It's all, yeah. yeah. There's no separation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you, Jim. This is Ashwini. Ashwini. So uh, I'm just looking at that uh, sense of being guided. And I think Mm -hmm. Sherry wrote about it recently, uh, where there's an insistence in the intuition that something needs to be attended to and the wisdom Mm -hmm. of surrendering to it when it occurs in awareness. So the the I'm not sure what the it is, but so so maybe you can say that surrendering 
to the intuition? To the in- yes, to the insistence that it's, it's oh, a yeah. lovely quality. And so the connection there is that it, it drops in, then it drops in again, and it drops in again. And there's a way mm-hmm. in which life is pointing to taking care of something insistently. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, this was the swim blog about the desk and the, the way in which it was sagging in the middle. And there, uh-huh. every time you see it, there is the intuition that it needs to be taken care of. And so yeah. just to be present to that level of guidance in one's life, it, it, again, mm-hmm. t- following everything that's been said in the call that, uh, that uh, life is living and my job is mm-hmm. to pay attention to being lived because it, there's, wisdom in, there's wisdom in everything. There's, mm-hmm. there's, the, the, it, there's a constant, not the conversation with conditioned mind, but the constant pulsing of information that mm-hmm. is available in every moment if I'm available to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that insistence of this pulsing of information that is always there and we can be sensitive to it and to surrender to, to that. And, yeah, and receptive to that as we've been talking about. Yes, and it translates into uh, if, if, there's, if there is that notion that, uh, the, that, that what, what everything is is consciousness and Consciousness is wisdom, love, compassion, which we relate to in certain forms, right? When you talk to a tree or you talk to the mentor or you, you're recording and listening or you listen uh, when, ego, when, you, when I facilitate or whatever it is, that it's, that, it's, that it's always available and any question that one asks of it, it does answer. Mm-hmm. And we train ourselves to be... Uh, to to avail ourselves of whatever the medium is through which it talks to us and it does in so many ways. Yeah, yeah. So the wisdom is always there. If all of life is consciousness, the wisdom is always there. And so when we when we ask something, it will answer. And so we can practice availing ourselves to whatever tuning in in whatever way that we will receive that response. Yeah. Well, and the exciting part about it, at least the the fundamental shift or the profound shift for me is the fact that um, the the shift in being able to trust that the wisdom is always there is one Mm -hmm. piece of it because there's been such a wearing away of what doesn't trust so that the guidance mm-hmm. is, it's almost as if the, one doesn't have to even ask or listen. There's, there's the absolute trust that it will be there if one asks. But then you could just pay attention to it all the time, and it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. available. And so mm-hmm. that's one, one piece of the excitement. And then the other piece is what was referenced earlier in the call, where the acknowledgement of call and response, of receptivity and reflection, and all of that is, is not separation. There's a way in which it's all different facets of the process that is the intelligence that's everywhere. And so yeah. just that, uh, that notion that uh, it, it's just exciting to live in a world or live in an inner landscape where that, those are the processes. Yes, 
Yes, it's it's exciting to live in the in an inner landscape where those are the processes that there isn't even there needn't be any separation from the asking and receiving. It's just all kind of one, and and it's always there. And living in that, living in that receptivity, call response, whatever, however we're talking about it, is 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 such an exciting way to live. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's curious how the sense of self shifts in that because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was thinking about awareness doesn't need someone to be aware. And so mm-hmm. then what is, where, what is the um, experience of being pure process is, mm-hmm. is being the process, right? And so the, 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 what, what, it, it sometimes feels like there is no central processing unit that references reference itself in all of these internal, you know, the reflection and reception and all of those things. And there's a way in which that becomes a familiar sense of what's doing it all is what's doing rather than I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is curious what happens with the sense of self in these process, this process that we're describing. It, it, becomes, it becomes less... Um, I'm doing, or I'm re- I'm uh, referring to that which is doing, and it just becomes sort of the one. It is just being done, right? And that that reference to there's willingness, there's reflection, yeah. there's receptivity, there's awareness, and there's awareness of receptivity. Sometimes there is awareness of receptivity, and sometimes there isn't, but there is receptivity. Yes. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Wow. Thank you. And thank you all.